Hi, my name is Pratna Prasad and I'm here telling you to judge me not. I identify as a uh, cisgendered woman who is attracted to other women, so I identify as a lesbian. Hello, my name is Abhishek. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to Judge Me Not, a podcast where you listen to coming out stories of people who once judged themselves. Before we start today's episode, please tell us on Instagram what made you land to this podcast. Our Instagram handle is bhupuwala, B-H-O-P-U-W-A-L-A. While you're listening to this podcast, if you like it, please follow the podcast, hit the bell icon so you can get an update as and when we launch a new episode. And also, don't forget to rate the podcast. Your rating is going to help us reach more people and spread the word. Now, what to expect from today's episode? Well, you get tips to coming out. What is the best age to come out? Should you come out or not? And also, how is life after coming out? So, without wasting any time, let's go on to the second episode of this podcast, Judge Me Not With Me, Abhishek. So coming to the podcast, today we have somebody with us who has really impressed me. She's bold, she's beautiful and above all, she is unapologetic. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the very, very popular and quirky short-haired brown queer, Prathna on Judge Me Not. So Prathna, first and foremost, I want to tell you that I myself have been a homophobe all my life. Oh, how lovely. Okay. So much so that I was so scared of any conversation with anybody from the community that I thought that uh, this can be dangerous. But lately, I have had a lot of exposure. I've met a few people, made a lot of friends. And just to realize that what I thought was normal was actually abnormal. And what I thought was abnormal is normal saying out loud what you feel is not bad and it's not uh, something that you you should be scared of okay enough about me i've been a real big fan of your content pratna oh thank you and and i also can't believe what i've read somewhere i read that you came out to yourself at the age of 3 13 must have missed the one although the three sounds more impressive but yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, i also read somewhere that i know if it is true or not but um, yeah, you liked wearing clothes that the boys near you used to wear you were a little tomboyish in that way so will you take us back to your childhood or how was life then how is life now is there a difference can we have your coming out story so you know we would most definitely like to think that these things are open or now and I suppose since I was 13 10 years ago it was maybe in some ways a different time Hmm. and uh, I think my first introduction to basically the LGBTQI community or being homosexual or anything like that was intensely negative I mean understandably any sort of information that I sought out sort of gave me more of the cons of being openly queer and uh, all of that more than anything else so I think at the age of 13, 14, when I started to come to terms with the fact that I was more attracted to women than I was to mm. men, mm. it was an extremely scary thing for me to come to terms with. Because, well, for starters, I didn't know anyone else out there who was at all like me. So I was quite terrified, petrified, actually, to use that word, 
because I had no idea how my life was going to look now. But, you know, I had that sense of knowing that this was very true for me. See, like, you know, you mentioned I've always dressed very uh, in a very masculine fashion, something that wouldn't at all be typical for a girl my age. Hmm. And I was very naturally inclined towards, uh, you know, something that would be considered more masculine. Although I think clothing has no gender, but, you know, hmm. I wanted to wear reds, I wanted to wear blacks, I like pants, I like t-shirts. Uh, and it was just very natural for me because that happened from a very young age. Since I was three or four, I asked my mom, can you please uh, get me a haircut? I don't like having my hair long. Uh, can I please buy this from the section, from the boy section? I really like this t-shirt, it looks so cool. And, you know, what are you going to tell a three or four year old child that's asking for something as simple as a haircut and clothes, you know? Sure. My parents were nice enough to say yes, probably because they thought, yeah, she's so young, it'll all change soon enough, you know, she'll grow out of it. And I didn't grow out of it, I actually grew more <laughs> into it. But I think I always had the feeling that I was different because thankfully my parents let me express myself the way that I wanted to. And so when I did come out to myself also when I was around 13, I realized it was just that natural inclination again. You know, if I had been, if I was brave enough to get a short haircut and wear t-shirts and not look like any of my, you know, kindergarten classmates at the age of three, I should be brave enough to do this now as well. And probably not fight with myself about it. I realized that these things are very inherent, you know, you don't really have a control over them, like society keeps trying to say sometimes. It felt like another added, like, you know, weirdo bonus feature because I was always the weird kid in my class, right? You know, a girl walks in with short hair, hates wearing her uniform skirt. Obviously, it's a little weird. And I just sort of realized that me being attracted to girls, you know, at that age of 13 or 14, when attraction becomes a thing that we finally start talking about, you know, starting of high school, everyone starts to have crushes. Everyone gets their first girlfriend, their first boyfriend. And I realized that my attraction was towards women and I didn't. Uh, I didn't have any, I was not, I wasn't too surprised because I guess I'd always gotten used to being a little different than my peers. So I just sort of rolled with it. And uh, of course, the incredibly frightening part, of course, is to realize that even at that age, there is something about you so inherent, so natural that friends, family, everyone can be very uh, unkind and negative towards if they don't have the right information. Hmm. So yes, it was very, I was relieved to maybe find that out about myself but at the same time I was very scared to know how other people would react understandably mm-hmm. uh, Pratna have you ever been taunted is bullying a part of your childhood are you still bullied I think uh, I definitely have to say that I was I was hmm. probably taunted and bullied for the way that I used to express myself uh, nothing too wild you know there wasn't ever any physical bullying Probably because uh, at that age, I was probably the bully instead of being the one who was bullied (laughs) to some extent. And uh, I think overall, what hurt me the most, more than other kids saying things about me, was when uh, teachers and neighbors and Mm. friends would say Mm. things about me. I remember very distinctly, I had, uh, I was maybe around seven or eight years old, and I had a neighbor who just moved in next to our house. And of course, in the polite neighborly fashion, they came by with some sweets. Uh, We had some sweets waiting for them as well. Blah, blah, blah. The auntie comes in and she's chatting with my mother. And, uh, you know, she sort of looks at me. And I think when she thought I wasn't listening, she passes some comment about, oh, your girl looks exactly like a boy. Are you okay with that? Like, why aren't you doing anything about it? You know, and now this happened 
quite possibly 16, 15, 16 years ago. And I still remember it because it was so hurtful in that moment. So dark. I don't think people realize that the most blase and passing comments that they make can leave such an impact on people. But I still don't like those neighbors. Uh, You know, I've never visited them. I've never tried to uh, be polite with them. If I see them outside, even now, I give them a bit of a dirty look because, you know, (laughs) I feel no obligation to be nice to them because they were rude to me when I was literally a small child. Just minding my own business with my short haircut and whatever t-shirt I was wearing that day. And of course, I don't know how my mother reacted to what that neighbor auntie said. But, you know, those neighbors didn't come to our house very often after that. And I do think in some ways that is that is definitely bullying. It's taunting. They, it might come from a place of concern, a place of, oh, you know, we have nothing but our best, your best interests at heart. But you do need to, you know, realize, open up your mind to more best interests than just the ones that you think are the best (laughs) so i would say that a lot of adults in my life made my life (laughs) much harder for me than it should have been just because of the way that i looked and i do think that uh, i did luck out though with my peers my friends Uh, this was mostly around high school when i was coming out as a lesbian and my friends were very supportive of me actually to be honest with you and i was very scared that they wouldn't be I had no idea that they would be supportive because in my school at that time, there was no one I knew who was gay, openly gay or anything like that. Uh, you know, the word faggot was thrown around a lot, especially amongst the boys who loved to use it as an insult amongst each other. And um, so I was quite sure I would probably be met with a negative reaction. But my friends were very kind to me and they were very, uh, I suppose, maybe a little informed about the subject, you know, and I think they had grown up with some sort of positive exposure that they had seen in like Western television at the time. You know, we, we used to watch a TV show and in that TV show there was a f- group of friends just like us, a bunch of girls in high school and uh, all of us uh, used to love watching that show. It's called Pretty Little Liars. Hmm. Like that kind of exposure makes a huge difference. Like when people harp on about, oh, there's enough gay characters in media now. There's never enough positive storytelling that can come when there's been like such negativity in the past. So I do feel like uh, whatever positive influences my friends had to react that way, I'm not too sure, but I'm extremely grateful for it because it gave me like a lifetime of confidence to receive their, you know, support and their kindness when I was back in high school and just figuring all of this out for the first time. goes a long way. Prath, I'm glad that you had friends who you could confide in and who supported you, but uh, you also spoke about a Western show that you were watching. I want to ask you about Indian cinema or the cinema that we see in our uh, continent. That has been very, very demeaning to the community. If you look at films like Pyar Kiya Toh Darna Kiya, it had a, a typical gay character in the during that cricket match. And you look at even films made by Karan Johar, somebody like Karan Johar. Um, uh, the films have characters like Kanta Ben and, and making fun of uh, the community all the time. What do you have to say about cinema? Is it growing? Because now we can experience more of open cinema like uh, Shubh Mangal Zara Savdhan or films like Badhai Do. Is it doing any good by telling stories now? Or uh, how did it play a role in your growing up or coming out? Or did it anyway? I think it's um, extraordinarily important. I think that uh, if you're someone that thinks, uh, you know, it's all just entertainment, it doesn't really matter, you know, you don't have to keep forcing these kinds of gay things down our throats, you know, 
uh, if you turn on any screen in your house, if you open up any storybook, you listen to any song, and if all of that is heterosexual, all of that is just propagating that, you know, love is meant to be between a, ma- a man and a woman, any love that is not between a man and a woman is utterly gross, abnormal, disgusting, whatever word you want to pick for it, but it's just, it's not okay. Now, if everything around you is parroting that, like your favorite celebrity, your most uh, respectable writers, all of them are saying the same thing. How is someone that doesn't fit into that mold of being a man that loves a woman or a woman that loves a man, how is that going to make them feel? They're going to feel extremely, you know, terrible, terrible. Uh, left out for one thing, isolated. Yeah. They're going to feel guilty because their natural feelings aren't aligning with what seems to be the entirety of the world's natural feelings. And they're going to feel embarrassed and ashamed with that guilt because, you know, they don't know what to do. And trust me when I say that most gay people who come to that realization, most queer people who come to the realization that there's something different about them, they do their level best to change it about themselves. And it's simply not possible to change some natural inclination that you have. So then, you know, growing up with that kind of media that refuses to uh, tell honest stories and refuses to tell your story... Uh, you end up feeling very isolated, of course, because, you know, media has such a huge impact, whether we like to uh, always acknowledge that or not. I mean, Bollywood has incredible soft power across our country. It's literally shaped the way that we want to interact with people, the way that we want to, you know, appear to other people. It has a huge growing impact. And uh, I do think Bollywood has been making some steps in including more, like, you know, queer stories that are much better than whatever happened in Dostana and whatever sort of these mocking portrayals that they would put up solely for, you know, comedic purposes before. They have been making steps towards changing that to some extent. But at the end of the day, these stories are still meant to appeal to a mainstream audience. And as long as you're appealing to a mainstream audience, you're appealing to a heterosexual audience. Because, you know, while queer people exist, we definitely don't make up the majority of the population. And uh, Does that make you sad? doesn't make me sad at all that they don't make up the majority of the population. It makes me sad that uh, stories, you know, about about gay people, stories about queer people, stories about trans people are told to a heterosexual audience. And they're told to make that heterosexual audience happy. They're not really told to make them too uncomfortable. You know, you don't want your audience feeling too uncomfortable with too much honesty. You don't want your audience having to look at an actual queer person on screen. You know, we can get a straight actor to play that role because it will work out better for us in the end, right? So, you know, you're collecting all these points for being, you know, liberal and forward thinking. And, you know, look, you know, we don't have a problem with LGBTQI people as long as, you know, we decide how their stories go. We write their stories. We add in whatever, like, you know, uh, queer baiting and whatever BS we want to the storyline that we think suits it. And no, we're not, we're not going to have a queer writer actually come in and write these stories. You know, we are two straight men. We have one gay friend. We spoke to that friend for almost two hours before we came up with our script. So don't worry. You know, we know what we're talking about. If, you know, you're just doing it for points to appear forward thinking and you're not actually including queer people in your process. I just think it's a little half-hearted and I definitely do hope Bollywood continues to do better as they already are. You clearly think that it should be more inclusive. Absolutely. Like, you know, you're on screen and you're using you know, the LGBTQIA community stories to come up with, you know, shows and movies and everything. But you're not actually including them as your actors. You're not including them in the writer's room. Hmm. I don't think it makes an entire, a lot of difference if, you know, you're just doing it for the screen, for the money, for the USP, and you're not actually including queer people in your process. Fair point. And do you think it is uh, easing out things or is it 
furthermore making uh, coming out difficult because uh, now when you see films like shubh magal zara sabdhan or films like badhai do abhi logo ko maza to aa raha hai they are enjoying the film but they are sitting with their parents and watching it still the parents are taking it as a you know entertainment piece they might think that okay these things do occur but abhi bhi they think kahin mera beta ya meri beti aisa na ho jaye i think that um, for the majority of people it is just as difficult to come out i don't think uh, you know i think having movies like you know like you were speaking of that do i mean take for example barido that came out recently they did a wonderful thing in just having a scene where uh, the gay character that rashkumar rao plays comes out to his old family hmm. and in the end his mother does come and accept him in that moment and it's wonderful it's heartwarming you know they they truly like put effort into that scene and it it felt very emotional to a lot of people who uh, also do you think they they making coming out look fancy if i may use the word uh, so that now when people look at it on screen they know at least in their subconscious mind how to react if your child comes out to you tomorrow you know how to react you saw it in a movie or something mm-hmm. like that yeah i think more than fancy i, I think they really captured that character's fear in the moment hmm. like after he comes out to his family in like this this sudden like haste and just decides that mm. you know he can't take any more of it and he comes out and then he just he runs off to the terrace because he's so scared of what's happened and he doesn't expect anything of his family you know he's like oh none of them are going to be accepting of what i'm doing and he just leaves that room but his mother still comes and reaches out to him i, I don't think it's really fanciness we're seeing i think it's just like a touch of acceptance and yes maybe some parents who see that will think that okay it's possible for me to accept my gay child hmm. but you know like you mentioned a lot of parents who maybe saw that movie were just like oh god okay fine some someone's child can be like this but <laughs> not my child not and yeah. um I think that it's extremely hard still for people to come out because you know uh, a couple of positive coming out scenes in a few movies here and there are not going to make that much of a difference they are going to make a difference no one is denying it uh but you know there is like such a deep deep amount of like societal uh, stigma and prejudice against this whole thing especially when we look at you know uh even younger generations of today people who are you know my age people who are younger but especially in people who are older maybe people who are in like their 40s and 50s and 60s which is where most of our parents like mm. younger india's parents tend to be there's a lot of stigma in you know their mindsets and there is generally a culture in india of not wanting to disappoint your parents so you know whether you're straight or gay you know you just don't want to disappoint your parents you want to take up a career choice that they'll approve of you want to make them happy as much as you can because you know they've done so much for you haven't they but they made the choices they made your parents i mean they decided to uh, you know take care of you or sacrifice whatever they sacrificed to make your life easier mm. it doesn't mean that you need to sacrifice you know your true yours mm. yeah struggle with your identity or you need to conform to what they would want you to be just because they've done so much for you they made those choices and we need to break this circle and make choices that we enjoy and that actually are more authentic to us because i have spoken to so so many uh, queer indians because of you know the page that i have and the reach that i have a lot of people reach out to me and they're like oh i'm i'm so scared to come out to my mother i'm so scared to come out to my parents they're not going to understand they think you know all of these horrible things about the community what am i going to do and all of these people are 14 15 16 some of them are in their 20s some of them are in their 30s they are still struggling with having to come out to their parents 
Hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's a petrifying thing to do because you very rarely find acceptance when you come up to your parents. You know, you might find literal ignorance, like they'll simply ignore what you said <laughs> to them. It's a very classic Indian parent move. I feel like you know, you tell them something, they're just like, "Huh," and they just don't acknowledge it. You know, they don't. <laughs> they just pretend they didn't hear it at all. And you're left wondering, hey, I, I came out to you, I told you this thing, uh, What uh, do we talk about it? And they're like, no, 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 no. So it's it's a very weird place to be because, you know, you just don't know what you're up against, you don't know what you're dealing with, you can't even have an open conversation most of the time with your parents, you know, because open emotional conversations are not very often on the table, at least with my parents, they weren't, and with a lot of people's parents, I know they aren't. Like, how can you convince your Indian parents that, you know, love is love and you want to love whoever you want and get married? They'd be like, okay, don't love them. Get married to him anyway, you know? <laughs> they don't expect love to be a prerequisite for your marriage. They don't expect, you know, happiness to come from a fulfilling, healthy marriage. They expect it to come from fulfilling society's expectations and having a good job and being respectable. And when happiness is supposed to come from those places, you know, your gender and sexuality have no place in that conversation at all. So I think that is a particularly Indian problem a lot of the time. It's I and uh, it does make coming out I think five times harder in our country than sure. perhaps anywhere else. But um, yeah, I do think a lot of people still have a very difficult time with coming out. And this is not even to mention the sort of financial, physical, and domestic abuse you can face if you say something like that to a family member and they're not supportive, or even to a friend and they're not supportive. It can literally be physically dangerous for you. So I think it is a very difficult thing. And I do hope conversations like this makes it easier for someone out there to do it. Pratan, this is such a healthy conversation to listen to. Like I'm supposed to talk and ask questions. But uh, when I'm listening to you, I literally can imagine a young boy or a girl coming out to their parents and how difficult the situation is. How was, how was your coming out to your parents like? What was the situation? What was the uh, mood like? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, so when I came out to uh, my parents, I came out to my mother first. Because I did not talk to talk about any sort of personal things with my father. He's a very no-nonsense, uh, get a job and make some money kind of a man. So I sort of told my mother because I had recently started dating a girl for the first time. I was around 19 years old. And uh, so, you know, I was dating this girl and I was spending a lot of time with her, you know, like... And you were 13? Oh, uh, 19. I was 18, 19. So uh, I was dating this girl and all of that. And, you know, I was spending a lot of time with her. Huh. And I'm not a person who had a lot of close friends before that. So when I was telling my mother on a daily basis, yeah, I'm going to go meet this girl. Yeah, I'm going to her house. Yeah, she's coming home. My mother was naturally growing more and more suspicious about why I had such a close and sudden friendship and why I would get so upset if I couldn't go meet this one friend. So, you know, my mother was very suspicious and uh, that was sort of creating a very tense home situation for me because I was very guilty all the time because I was constantly lying to my mother. And my mother was catching on very quickly because maybe I can tell one or two good lies, but I definitely cannot tell like 15 or 20 good lies. So... Um, there was a lot of tension with my relationship with my mother and it had sort of reached a point where I really thought that it couldn't get any worse. Uh, I could barely be honest with her. I was going through such a, you know, important upheaval in my life and I could not share it with my own parents. I felt like they knew nothing about me. and therefore Because you were scared at that time, right? I was scared, yeah. I was very scared. 
So finally, I did sort of end up uh, telling my mother in a conversation we were having, and I told her that uh, yeah, I like I like girls. I'm I'm not going to marry a boy. I'm not going to be with a boy. I, I'm I'm just it's not something that I can do. And she told me that it was a phase, like pretty quickly. I think it's a pretty standard response that a lot of people have. Like you know, it's okay if you know you do that or you feel that way because it'll pass. You know, it'll just go away. You know, everyone feels these sort of random uh, passing sexual feelings when they're young and stupid and don't know any better. So time for a fact check. Homosexuality or being gay is not a phase. It cannot change. Just as you cannot change being straight, you can't change being gay. And you know, I told my mother that okay, you might think that it's a phase, and that's fine because perhaps you are not educated enough about this and informed enough about this. But I've known this about myself for the past six years, so I don't think uh, you know it's really this is all right for you to be telling me this. So if you want to have this conversation with me, we can have it after you've maybe educated yourself more on this topic. And that's about what I remember from that conversation. I was extremely scared, so I don't think my memory did did me much justice in remembering that whole day. But yeah, there was a lot of complete lack of acceptance and ignorance from my parents' part. They just didn't want to acknowledge it. And uh, yeah, for how long? So I would say that um, for at least four or five years. Okay. They. But eventually, the acknowledgement did come. Uh, they did come. They are starting to come around more to it now. they've accepted certain things like i'm not going to marry a, a a man you know i told them very clearly uh, if you want to pressurize me into marrying a, a boy one day please tell me right now and i will leave the country i will not bother you you know i'll find a career somewhere else if you you know however tell me that at least you'll never bother me about marrying a man you let me do whatever i want you can turn a blind ear to it you can pretend it doesn't exist Fair but enough. you know don't uh, Don't tell me to do something that I don't want to do. Don't force me into it. So they did agree to that. So because of that, I've been able to have like relative peace in my home life for now, because they've accepted that I'm not going to, you know, marry a man. I'm not going to like maybe fulfill sort of domestic obligations that they would have liked me to fulfill. But in terms of being accepting of the fact that I like women, or being happy that you know I'm going putting myself out there and I'm, you know, trying to like create content about this lived experience that I've had. not something i can talk to them about not something that i can really broach with them still something i'm very scared about them having a problem with but generally they have realized that it's my life and i i just i'm going to do whatever i want with it so ladies and gentlemen prathna is 24 years of age she came to know about her sexuality when she was 13 and ever since then she's been fighting a battle also she runs a very popular instagram page short haired brown queer where she talks to people from the community and helps them out she is still at 24 fighting a battle at home is that what you mean prathna yes of course when i started making content i okay so how my mother found out that i was publicly a very publicly queer person was uh, because of a news article so i had not told my mother that i was creating this content on youtube and instagram okay and uh, you know I was literally like shooting videos in my room and then I would go downstairs quickly changing my clothes so that my mother wouldn't know what I'd been up to. And then one day this journalist calls me up and she's from a pretty big newspaper and she tells me, "Hey, uh, you know, I really I liked your profile. You're from the same city as me. Can I do like a quick article on you for Women's Day?" And 
the only thought I had was, okay, this is not the newspaper I get at home, so it's fine. You know, my That's mom fine. won't find out. <laughs> so I said yes happily, and you know, the next day only the article is out and my uh, picture is on the third page, proudly touting that I'm a part of the LGBTQIA community and everything. And uh, you know, the journalist sends me an an uh, an online link to the e article. And I had forgotten about the internet yesterday. You know, I've forgotten that news is everywhere on the internet. You know, it doesn't matter what paper comes to my house. So I run downstairs in the morning to like maybe like check my mother's phone and maybe like inter intercept any messages she gets saying, "Hey, I saw your daughter in the paper" or something. And then I find my mother sitting on her bed and uh, reading that exact same news article with my face plastered on her iPad. Arey babre. And I'm like, oh no, this is not a good way to, you know. <laughs> tell my mother that i have an online presence about this so it felt like i was coming out to her all over again uh very very scary and when i said oh you saw it oh she didn't respond and i was like okay is i mean it, it's nice right you know people are i'm in the newspaper it's a good thing like you know it's 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 all, it's all right right and she's like what do i know what is right and what is wrong you do whatever you want passive aggressively just like shot me aside and just never really spoke to me about it again any conversation we have on the subject is passive aggressive or yelling or crying or guilting or blackmailing or something it's never positive it's never conducive so yes i am still struggling with it at home hmm. that's what i mean when i say that it is literally a never ending battle for i feel the majority of queer people and uh, i am no exception to that hmm. where is she right now where is your mother she is not at home I mean I'm in my room so even if she was at home she wouldn't know and at this point even if she found out I wouldn't care anymore I'm past the point of caring not because she has uh, showered me with her acceptance but mostly because she knows she can't change it I know I will not change it so you know we're just at an impasse You know Pratna that you're a hero to a lot of people you know you're giving so much of courage to people who are struggling today to come out and you are a live example how this is a battle that you have to fight throughout life oh that's that is a, a very very generous thing to say because uh you know i'm just a person that had experiences and wanted to share them but yeah my mother finding out about that is i mean no longer my problem i think she's even found my youtube channel where i've gone on and on about coming out to her only so i have no nowhere left to hide one piece of advice pratna that you want to give to all the people listening to you right now who want to come out who want to express themselves who want to tell their parents and friends and the world and to themselves that it's okay if i am gay or it's okay if i am not the way people expect me to be I think I would uh, of course only be able to offer a little bit of an insight from my own personal experiences and nothing else because everyone's situation is so vastly different. I agree. Uh if you are having trouble with coming out, I understand. You're not alone in feeling that fear and you're not alone in identifying uh the way that you do. You're not alone in how you feel, you're not alone in who you are attracted to. There's so many other people who are so much like you who are all around you. and who you know want to give you a lot of love and support because i really thought there was like you know a handful of lesbians across the country and i was just one of them but i realized it's such a large and you know uh empowering community that exists in our country and everyone needs to know that they're not alone in the things that they're feeling and uh, there are a lot of people who are not going to accept a lot of things that you do it's not just your sexuality your career choices or your 
hobbies or your interests or even like you know a person from the opposite gender that you choose to marry all of it can come with judgment because judgment is just so natural to so many of us but you're just going to have to do the thing that makes you happy anyway because no one else is going to have to live your life only you're going to have to live it so you might as well do it the way that you like wow so i do hope that people always find the courage to maybe come out to at least themselves and eventually are in a place of financial and physical capability to come out and where they're not going to have the physical safety and their financial uh, safety uh, being endangered but until that point i do hope that you know there's nothing wrong with you or the way that you identify it is really society's shortcoming and the people around you and their shortcoming to not be able to accept it you're not wrong in any way so yeah that's what i would like to say Pratna I want you to be elaborative to this question and these are the questions that we get when we put out an episode and this is the most asked question and be elaborative with your answer what is the best age to come out <laughs> Oh okay um okay so I think there's literally just four things that you that you really need to consider before you come out no matter what your situation is and the first thing is uh your physical safety do you think that coming out is going to put you in a state of not being safe physically like is someone going to be able to physically harm you if you give them that information about yourself if so please don't come out and the second thing is uh financial freedom very important so i think this answers a lot about the age question yeah quite indirectly but uh you know if you are in a position where your parents can or your guardians can you know financially uh abuse you because of what you've said say something like i'm going to pull you out of college and get you married right now because or uh, you've told me you're gay and that's unacceptable and you know you need some fixing so if that's going to be the situation please if you're even scared of a situation like that coming out don't come out to the people around you because you cannot have like you know your career and your education being threatened because of these things and the third one is you know do you have anyone to back you up so is there like a friend maybe a sibling or a cousin uh, someone who can support you when you do come out to uh, the people around you sure who can maybe offer you like a safe place to stay for 3 or 4 days if you need it who can maybe help you get in touch with you know organizations if you need it if none of that is available you know please don't come out and the fourth thing is you know whether you are mentally able to deal with it because as as you know lovely as it would be to get positive reactions to coming out like you know how we see in certain american youtube channels just like oh yes we love you anyway and cutting a nice big rainbow cake it's not often that you know we're met with uh, overwhelmingly positive reactions even the positive acceptance does take some time to come about you know if you're not able to mentally deal with that please don't do it because you know your mental health is extremely important so you know if you are at an age where you are all of those things i suppose you are already quite old because it's a lot of uh, requirements to fulfill but i do think that maybe when you're in your 20s maybe when you have a job and you know maybe that would be a good time to come out but of course even if you are younger and you feel like you have to or you feel like you can or you feel like you have no choice it's all right to come out there are there will always be some support and some you know positive ending that comes out of it so yeah a very very practical answer pratna yeah yeah i guess it needs to be practical because it's very real real danger and fear that comes with it pratna do you today fear any kind of a judgment i do very much so i think that uh, i have a lot of internalized homophobia before they even open their mouths before anything i always imagine like 10 worst case scenarios hmm. where okay they, maybe they say something about the way that i look maybe they they say something homophobic not knowing that i am part of the community myself 
and you know I, i'm very you know quite frightened all the time to meet new people because it is a very scary thing to go out every day and not know how people are going to react to you when i spend time with my partner publicly in like urban developed cities like bangalore and delhi i'm i'm scared every time we take an auto because i don't know what that auto 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 wala is thinking of you know two girls holding hands in his back seat does he not care does he think something terrible of the two of us for you know holding hands like that and hugging each other and sitting there and i know that it's a very real threat that always hangs in the air like you know if tomorrow i decide to you know try to rent out an apartment for my partner and i will i even be able to you know hmm. and um yeah i think there is a lot of fear with meeting people and having that sort of judgment come your way so yes i'm always worried about the judgment uh i would very much like to be in a place someday where i'm not but i think that um it's not always a, a possibility for a lot of us why do you think it's so hard everything is out in the open people are having conversations it's legal more so now so so what is the problem I think I have to make peace with the fact that some people find it very hard to change their mindsets because you know it is a very hard thing to change a lifelong belief you can't deny it like even if I had to change a lifelong belief of mine right now I would find it very difficult to do so uh it's only I found it very hard to accept a lot of like you know uh changes to my belief system over these years and um that's why I understand when other people also find it hard to change their mindset towards these things and i try to give them more patience i try to give them more time or i try to not care too much because it is an act of self preservation and uh, i think having understanding and empathy is really the only way you kind of can make peace of the world if you're going to be angry about everything going wrong all the time about this movie misrepresenting you and you know that actor saying that you're you're going to go mad and i think i read a quote somewhere that you know the best thing that you can do Oh, uh, you know, towards the people that hate you or you know have a problem with your existence is to just be happy anyway because then, you know, they can't have any effect on you. Pratna, I am really really impressed with you and not just because the way you are, because uh, you've you've dealt with so much of hate, negativity and so much of denials in your life and you still are dealing with them and you wear your heart on your sleeves and and your head is in the right place and you think and you talk and everything that you've said had made so much of sense for each one of us who's listening like i am one of your listeners today so so i'm really proud of the fact that we are sitting here together talking about uh, judgments and uh, what do you think about the show what what do you think about this idea judge me not i think what made me actually quite uh uh very uh, enthusiastic about this interview is actually when you introduced yourself as someone who had had been a homophobe at some point <laughs> i was like oh now this is actually fun you know like i'm actually i'm happy that hmm. i'm actually having this conversation with you because i really hope that maybe someone else right now out there who thinks that uh, you know the lgbtq community it's all just like a bunch of woke people trying to spread their you know liberal bs or oh, who cares about all that i really hope that more than this giving like the confidence to someone out there to come out someone who accidentally presses on it and ends up listening to it you know just to hate on it sort of thinks that okay someone who you know is a very successful person a very like i'm sure uh, well exposed person could still you know be homophobic at some point and then decided that yeah that's not the belief that's going to serve me the best around so many people and it's really not helpful belief to have I hope someone like that actually ends up watching it and feels like a little more like, you know, uh, open to changing their minds about these things. Because you know, I think if 
I love the idea of your podcast. I love the idea of having, uh, you know, uh, a platform like yours open to sharing stories like this. I think it's a huge step in the right direction. Thank you. But I also think that you keep talking about how you can make it easier for someone to come out and give them the courage to do it because, you know, we're open and we're talking about it. So you should be able to do it. We're, some, we're somewhat open. Some of the circles are somewhat talking about it and it's lovely. It's a pro, it's definite progress. But I do think more than giving courage to the person that needs to come out, we also need to give a little bit of, uh, you know, a reality check to people who are still homophobic and who are still like, you know, Absolutely. hateful of the LGBTQIA community. They are the ones, you know, also hindering this kind of progress a lot more than someone who's afraid to come out. Because someone who's afraid to come out is very valid in that fear. And someone who's hateful towards, you know, the LGBTQI community isn't very valid in that hate because really doesn't affect you. It's really just about the other person. Rightly said. And Pratna, thank you so much for giving us your time. Lovely talking to you. It's lovely talking to you as well, Abhishek. Thank you so much. Also, our motto with this podcast is to let you know that every homophobe today is a potential ally tomorrow. And that's what we are looking at. Thank you for telling us your story and thank you for inspiring thousands of people who are listening, who will listen to this. The beauty about a podcast is that you can come back to it, listen to it. Also, while you're listening to the podcast, you can quickly go to your Instagram and check out Pratna's profile. Her Insta handle is shorthairedbrownqueer. Also, if you have a little bit of more time, you can also go to our handle. It's called Bhopuwala, B-H-O-P-U-W-A-L-A. My name is Abhishek and my handle is Say Hi Abhishek. You can also talk to me and tell me your story and we can feature that on Judge Me Not. Thank you so much for listening. These are very important conversations that we should have. Coming out is really difficult as we could easily make out by Pratna's story. And it's a constant fight that you have to do. But don't you be afraid of it. We are with you. Press the follow button, rate our podcast. Also hit the bell icon so that you get a notification every time a new episode is out. Also, my name is Abhishek. Do what you do and do it good. And don't forget to judge me not.